Welcome to the most energetic, positive, happy, and healthy podcast in the world. Living the dream. Dream stands for diet, rest, exercise, attitude, and meaning. I'm your host, certified health coach, motivational speaker, sober since July of 2016, American Ninja Warrior competitor, two-time world record holder, and ultra-marathoner, Matt Scaletti. Here we go! Are you ready to believe in yourself more than you ever have your entire life? Woo! I hope so, because that's what we're talking about in today's episode of the podcast. How to believe in yourself more. In my opinion, this is just one person's opinion, but based off a lot of people I've seen, coached, interacted with, we can all believe in ourselves a little bit more. And I also think how much you believe in yourself tells a huge story about where you've been in life, where you are now, and where you are going. It's never too late to begin the process of believing in yourself more and more and more. Now, how the heck do we believe in ourselves more? I'm going to give you some ideas, and then at the end, as you always know, I'm going to give you actionable challenges you can do in your life to help you believe in yourself more and build that confidence. One of the things we need to talk about is we need to stop killing ourselves verbally with words. And I don't necessarily mean spoken words, but words in our mind. But I will say spoken words as well. Have you ever have you ever complimented somebody and said, hey, um, you know, John, you did a great job on that report. I really like the presentation. Thanks a lot for stepping up. And they say something like this. Oh, no, it was nothing. No big deal. You know, it didn't even really take that long. Yeah, it wasn't. No, that's okay. It wasn't bad. We're, we're lowering and we're dumbing ourselves down when we're getting paid a compliment. Somebody's actually impressed and inspired by what we did. I think learning to accept the compliment instead of feeling like we need to say it wasn't that big of a deal. Just say, thank you. I appreciate that. Because they're trying to build you up. They're trying to pay you that compliment that I would guarantee you they believe in or they wouldn't have told it to you. We need to stop killing ourselves verbally and bringing ourselves down a peg or two. We also need to stop killing ourselves not only what we're saying out loud, but what we're saying in our heads. What we are saying in our heads is so, so, so important. One of the first business presentations I ever gave, I love telling you these different stories because I think they really relate, and I'm sure hopefully you can relate to this story and something that's happened in your life. I had an internship with with an advertising company. I had to give a business presentation at the end of my internship. This was many, 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 many years ago when I was in college. I think the presentation was something like 15 minutes. It was in this legit boardroom environment with probably 20 employees from the company. I let the environment feel intimidating. I'm not sure if anyone else would have felt it was intimidating, but I let it get the best of me. And here's the other thing. Before I started speaking, and as I walked into that office, before I was giving this presentation. And I I can't help but smile because this is such a terrible thing that I did. 
I actually will never forget my frame of mind, how I was mentally. The things I was saying to myself in my head as I walked into that room were something like this. I told myself, Matt, you suck. Like, why do you think you are qualified to give a presentation in front of all these employees? You've been here for three months. They've been here for three, five, 10, 25 years. They know more than you. Why would you ever think you would be good enough and think you could add value to these people that have been there all these years? They know more than you. They know they know more than you. They're not gonna listen to you anyways. Why even open your mouth? And uh, that was what I would say to myself. I'm not joking, that's not even an exaggeration. It was that bad, the negative things that would go on in my head. And how do you think my presentation went, given what I said to myself? <laughs> of course, it went horrible. I, I was so worked up, I was sweating, I was a complete mess, and I attribute the majority of that to my own negative self-talk and not believing in myself at all. I was prepared, I worked on this business presentation, but I didn't allow myself to believe in myself and that self-talk showed in my presentation. I'll never forget my direct report was giving me feedback and she was basically telling me the content that I was attempting to deliver was great. The actual delivering of the content was, was she just said, awful because I, I couldn't get it out. I was so nervous because my self-talk was so terrible. So it did not go good. But the point is, myself included, now I've come a long way since that presentation. As you know, I now speak in front of hundreds or thousands of people on stage for a living and I love what I do. But for many, many, many years, and if you're like this, please take something from this, we say the worst things to ourselves. What we say to ourselves most often is something we'd never say to somebody else. We would never say to our loved ones, Oh, you stink. You'll never do well on that business presentation. Why would you even consider opening your mouth? <laughs> like we would never say that to somebody else, or I hope we would never say that to anyone else. But for whatever reason, we say that to ourselves. We don't believe in ourselves. And that's what this podcast is all about. Finding ways to better believe in you. Because I know if I met you listening to this, if I met you face to face, or maybe I have, I believe in you immediately. I believe in so many people because I know what's inside. I know the potential that we have. And a lot of it is smothered because of the lack of belief. Let's work on that. And let's work on that by starting to work on your self-talk. Listen to what you say to yourself. If you're getting ready to walk into an exam, a test, a presentation, a meeting, Think about what you're saying in your head. Are you saying that you're gonna go out there and crush it and do well? Or are you saying, wow, this is a waste of time. Why am I even in this thing? I shouldn't even talk. I'm just gonna be quiet the whole time. I often, well, I just wanna say, to make sure you listen to yourself because you, you, we all listen to ourselves, whether we think we do or we don't, and we act upon the way that we talk to ourselves. So be very, very, very careful. Now, what I was gonna say is, when I do a lot of presentations, and I'm blessed to be in front of a lot of different people 
from businesses to nonprofits to schools to a lot of students. What I'd love to do is, especially with students because they can get really, really rowdy, and adults can too. We, we crank up the music and have a good time. I often have everyone do a sample pep talk. And I just use one that I often use to myself before I give a presentation, before I go on a, a marathon event or a Tough Mudder or Spartan race. And mine is very, very, very simple. My mini pep talk that I often give myself is this. I am enough. I am unstoppable. I believe in myself. I am enough. I am unstoppable. I believe in myself. I say this, if I'm by myself, I say it out loud and I look in the mirror and stare a hole through myself. If not, then I say it to myself. I am enough. I am unstoppable. I believe in myself. I use this constantly before a presentation. And just so everybody knows, I still get nervous before a presentation. I don't care if it's in front of 50 people or 1,500 people. I still get nervous, but it's not about getting nervous. It's about reframing the nerves. To me, when I feel those nerves, it means I'm ready. I'm ready to go out there and crush it. What I used to do, and a lot of people that I coach do this, they think nerves means they are not ready and they're not going to do well. It's just about reframing the nerves in order to benefit us to believe in ourselves better. I am enough, I am unstoppable, I believe in myself. I ask you to use that, please, or tailor it to you and figure out what will work best to help you believe in yourself more. I used that mini pep talk recently running a marathon. When it gets to the difficult part of the marathon, and that typically happens between mile 17 and 22, right around there, when they say people start to hit the quote unquote wall, I think having a strong mentality combined with good training, I mean, you can't just go out and run a marathon if you've only run two miles before then, but if you train properly and you combine that with a powerful mindset by using this positive self-talk, it will help me and it will help you push through the toughest parts of any fitness event, any presentation, any work meeting, anything. Give yourself that mini pep talk and have that in your back pocket so you can bring it out when it's a difficult time or when it's a little bit more of a high pressure time, you can pull that out and give yourself that little pep talk. Now, one of the other things I wanna talk about, we're talking about believing in yourself. I truly believe, and I have coached many people, I coached a group in Boston about this and the feedback has been incredible. This is a few months ago and they're getting back to me now. A great way to begin believing in yourself more is to prove yourself wrong. <laughs> I'm going to say it again. If you prove yourself wrong, you will build more belief in yourself. Now, I need to qualify what I'm saying because this probably doesn't make any sense right now. Proving yourself wrong, what I mean by that is limiting beliefs. Limiting beliefs are dream killers. They are dream killers. And a limiting belief is basically just a belief you have in your head that is based off something false. It's just not true, but it's this false story. We all know if you tell yourself a false story over and over and over again, it becomes real. It becomes true because we believe in it. 
one of these stories that I had for myself. And as you know, I don't really, I try not to hold anything back. I want to be as authentic with you as possible. I don't care if hundreds, thousands, millions of people hear this. I want them to hear it. I want to be vulnerable and tell you my setbacks and issues I've had because I want that to in turn add value to your life so you don't make any of the mistakes that I made. One major limiting belief that I had for a decade was I thought in my head that I had to be drunk to be fun. This is sad, this is embarrassing, but this is reality. In my head, I actually thought I'm only fun if I'm drinking. And this limiting belief happened because freshman year of college, I drank almost every night and I basically lost my identity for who I was when I was sober. This created the limiting belief that was not true. Of course it was not true, but I believed it. I truly believed it. And it's a very scary limiting belief. It took 10 years before I realized this was a problem. It was a major problem. And it took me another three plus years to relearn who I was because this limiting belief destroyed me for that long. But here's what happened. I proved myself wrong. I proved that this limiting belief was exactly that. It was crap. It was a limiting belief that was not true. And I can be sober and be myself and live life to the max. And if you don't believe that, I'll give you some stories of, check out my website, mattscaletti.com. You'll see some of the things that I've been able to accomplish because I got rid of those limiting beliefs. And I coach many people who believe, let's just use this as an example, they cannot lose weight. If you tell yourself over and over again every day that you cannot lose weight, what do you think the outcome is going to be? You're not going to lose weight, right? It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. These stories that we tell ourselves become true because we believe them. I am so passionate about this because I know as you listen to this and I know as I'm speaking over this, I still have limiting beliefs. It's about me identifying what those limiting beliefs are and then going out there and crushing them. Absolutely crushing them. If you believe it, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. People who think they cannot lose weight will never lose weight because they don't believe that they can. If you believe it, it will start to happen. Start trusting and believing in yourself. And then you'll feel that change slowly happen over time. Now, patience is huge too. I'm not suggesting that you just change your belief. Tomorrow morning, you wake up and give yourself a pep talk and everything changes. That would be sweet if that would work that way, but that's just not the way life works. You need to be patient and focus on making this a habit of changing your self-talk, changing your belief system, getting rid of limiting beliefs, and putting in place more powerful beliefs. Now, I'll give you a recent example of a limiting belief that I had. I did not think, now remember, I just started running marathons in May of 2019. I ran four of them in 2019, feeling awesome. I did not think after the first two marathons I ran that I could run a marathon in under four hours. I wasn't sure I could do it. I didn't, I just didn't believe it. But what happened was I broke it down. I started training for a sub four hour marathon. In order to do that, you clearly need to run per minute miles that are under where you need to be for a four hour marathon. 
And the punchline of this story is in the Erie Marathon in 2019, I believe my time was three hours and 53 minutes right around there. I proved myself wrong. I punched that limiting belief right in the mouth and I put it to bed, put it to rest and proved myself wrong that I could actually do it. And I changed my belief system to now. I don't even know where the limit is. Who the heck knows? I got to try to find it. I did a three hour, 53 minute marathon. Maybe I can do one in 345. Maybe I can do one in 330. Maybe I can qualify for Boston Marathon. Maybe I can run it in 315. Who knows? The point is, I'm not gonna set a cap and create a limiting belief in my head because I will believe it to be true if I cap, if I put a cap on my life. Don't put a cap, don't put a limit on your life. That is how we believe in ourselves more, by pushing past these limiting beliefs and your confidence and your belief in yourself will be absolutely astronomical. Now, as you all know, hopefully you know, if you've listened to any of my other podcasts, I always, always, always give you an action item, something you can implement from all this information and stories immediately into your life. I would never do this podcast if I didn't think I could add value and positively change or positively impact your life. That's why I do this. And the feedback, thank goodness, has been incredible so far from everybody that's taking action and doing these things in their lives. It's beautiful. I love you and I want to help. The action item for this episode, this podcast of believing in yourself is I want you, as soon as this podcast ends, Write it in your phone, write it on a piece of paper. I, I Mentally, having it mentally in your head is good, but I wanna get it down on paper, and I'll tell you why in a second. Identify a limiting belief that you have and create a plan to prove yourself wrong. Prove that this is a limiting belief. Prove that you can actually overcome whatever this limiting belief is. Now, everybody just wants, right? We all want things, but we don't plan. A lot of us don't plan. In order to bust through this limiting belief, you need to make a plan to overcome it. Just like I did with that under four hour marathon, I had to plan out the runs. I had to plan out my nutrition. I had to plan out how fast I was going to run each mile. I had to plan out all of that stuff. Plan out how you're going to bust through this limiting belief. We're not going to be like everybody else. If you're listening to this podcast, you're not like everybody else. You guys are the one percenters that are out there crushing it and continuously want to grow and move forward. Make a plan. And once you have a plan, it just feels and looks more possible. When it's down on paper, when you see what you're going after, it feels so much more real. If you, let's just say your plan is you want to get healthier. That's great. I love that plan. Let's dive deeper and figure out how you're going to attack that. Put a plan together and hold yourself accountable to it. If you need an accountability partner, find one. If you need help from me, message me on social media. I'm always here to help out. I have officially responded to every message I've received on Instagram and Facebook this year, and I hope to keep that up in years and years to come. Put together a plan, hold yourself accountable, start slow. If your plan, if your broad plan is to get healthier, and right now you wake up and the first thing you do is drink coffee, in the morning. If you've heard any of my content on this, that's not good because coffee will help dehydrate you. Let's say you want to get healthier. The first thing you can do is instead of reaching for the coffee first thing in the morning, drink eight ounces of water every morning as soon as you wake up. 
Then have your coffee after that because you're hydrating your system. Your system is dehydrated already if you've just come off at eight hours of sleep because clearly you're not drinking water while you're sleeping. So the point is to start small. Start small and slowly build on whatever that new belief system is going to be. And I'm trying to think of some examples. I want you all to reach out to me and tell me this is where it's just so powerful to share everybody else's because it's one thing for me to share my limiting beliefs and how I've overcome some of them. I want you to reach out to me and let me know either A, what your limiting belief is and maybe you have not attacked it yet, but that's okay. Get that off your chest, get it out there, what your limiting belief is, and then I'm excited to hear the plan you have in place to go out there and crush whatever that limiting belief is. I gave you the two examples for my life with not thinking I could run a marathon under four hours and thinking I need to be drunk to be myself, which were two bogus limiting beliefs, and I'd love to hear yours. I'd love to hear yours and how you will prove yourself wrong. And please take that in the, hopefully I, I'm describing that in, in a positive way, in a positive way, proving yourself wrong and telling you that will build your confidence and your belief in yourself. Because I'm trying to think of another example, I mean, a running example is a simple one. There's a lot of people that I've talked to and met with and coached that didn't think they could run a 5K because often we go from couch to attempting to run a 5k and you just injure yourself because your body's not ready for that. That's what I mean by starting slow instead of going from never running for the last decade to trying to run a 5k, go from never running in the last decade to walking a quarter of a mile, a half a mile, a mile if you can go that far. Then you can jog a quarter of a mile, half a mile, full mile over the course of weeks and weeks and build yourself up. Then you prove yourself wrong by crushing the 5K. And then once you crush past that first limiting belief, like with my example with the drinking, once I got over the hump of, oh my goodness, I don't need to be drunk to be fun. I can be fun sober. That was so powerful because once you get past one limiting belief, then you start picking them off left and right. You start looking at your life and what other belief systems you have in place that are not true and you go attack it. You go figure it out. You go solve the problem. You go prove yourself wrong so that way your belief in yourself increases astronomically. Absolutely astronomically. I can't wait to hear how you prove yourself wrong and, and build that confidence and your belief in yourself. Believe in you. You are a freaking badass. You are. You are awesome. It's just a matter of going out and proving it to yourself. Believe in yourself. Prove that to yourself. And then please, once you succeed or even as you're muddling through and if you're struggling, Reach out and let's share your story so it helps you be more accountable and helps you keep pushing towards that ultimate goal, that ultimate dream, whatever it is. I want you to get it. I know you can get it. And I know if you believe in yourself, you will get there quicker, faster, stronger, and better than ever. Whoo, man, am I passionate about believing in yourself. I hope this helped. Hopefully you got some value out of this. Let's share some stories. Keep giving me the constructive feedback on how I can make this the best podcast on the planet. I love you all. I'm out of here until next time. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Living the Dream with Matt Scaletti. I'm so grateful for you. Please share this podcast on your social media so others can benefit from this valuable content. Also, please subscribe to my podcast because if you aren't, I am watching you. (laughs) Check me out on social media and message me if you need me as your keynote speaker at Matt Scaletti on social media. I respond to all messages. Thanks and I love you so much.